Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis combined for 68 points, 27 rebounds, 12 assists on 51% shooting. That outstanding play by that duo got them past the San Antonio Spurs 125 to 121. We're going to dive into the magnificent play of both Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis, as well as what we saw from the Lakers and what we still hope to see uh, going forward. Remember, if you haven't yet, please, please hit that subscribe button. I would really, really appreciate it. And hit that like button. It'll help me push out my video even more. But guys, we're going to dive right into this game. One of the best games of the season so far. The Los Angeles Lakers were going to OKC on a second night of a back-to-back. Two-to-two. Let's get it. Also, I want to speak about, guys, this... This is what you brought Russell Westbrook here for. These, this is a game they didn't win last season when LeBron James sat. But you're able to walk into San Antonio and win this game because you have Russell Westbrook. So, no. Russell Westbrook, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, they're not fitting seamlessly in game four of the season. But you want them to fit seamlessly when you get to game 82 of the season. You brought him for this reason. LeBron is able to rest and get a win rather than decide whether or not he needs this win or not. That is what the heck he is here for. You have an orchestrator, a creator, a playmaker who can get it done so LeBron can sit and watch and rest and be at his best by the time you get to the playoffs. Embrace it. Love it. Live in the moment. You brought him here specifically for this reason. To be Russell Westbrook. Especially when LeBron James is sitting. To create for others. To simplify the game for those who need the game simplified. To calm down and calm the storm to calm down the players around him, to be a leader, to dunk on somebody in overtime when you need it most, to hit a three to go at 117-114 when you need it most. You brought Russell Westbrook here to be Russell Westbrook. You brought Russell Westbrook here to be the MVP. You brought Russell Westbrook here to be Clutch Brook. And guys, you brought him here to fit with LeBron James and Anthony Davis by game 82. And I'm here to assure you that will be the case. Now let's move on to the analysis of the game. Let me address something first. For all of you extremely negative and pessimistic people out there, Russell Westbrook has a game like he did. 33 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists, 55% shooting, 15-27 from the field. Clutch play, the clutch dunk there at the end, the uh, three-point dagger at five minutes left in the quarter, in the fourth quarter. If he didn't foul out, this game is over. Let me be very, very clear about that. But all of you negative people out there, and Anthony Davis puts up 35-17-4, and four, and you all have the nerve to sit here and say, yeah, but do that with LeBron on the court. Let me tell you how idiotic that sounds four games in. Yes, LeBron is a dynamic player. To me, he's the best player in the world still when he's healthy. That does not mean it's any less true that Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis 
are a natural fit, just the two of them. They just do. It makes sense it's going to take a little bit of time to integrate LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. Let's see him do with LeBron on the court. Obviously, that's not going to happen like the way it just did versus the Spurs with LeBron sitting. Russell and AD fit together seamlessly as a duo. LeBron and AD fit together as a duo. But three stars can win a championship. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Just live in the moment. The game was great. They both played great. I mean, my gosh, 68, 27, and 12 on 51% shooting. Y'all got nothing to say, but let me see what you do with Brown on the court. Come on, man. Live in the moment. It was a great game by the Lakers, a great game by Westbrook and Anthony Davis. By the way, Monk, that was a big shot, bro, from deep. Live in the moment. Of course, this is not perfect four games in integrating Russell Westbrook and LeBron James together. It's going to work. I'm not worried at all. Again. 20 games. We can freak out when it's 20 games. But all of you sitting there talking about some, well, they can't do this with LeBron on court. I've even seen the just the why in the world people are saying this. I don't know. See, they're better with, without LeBron. No. No, they're not. Come on, guys. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Now let's move on. Russell Westbrook, by the way, he is magnificent. The best part is he had eight assists. I think they took a couple assists away from him as well, but that's fine. Whatever. He only had three turnovers. And in the first half, he only had one. Uh, I thought he was in control of the game. He was very much in control of the game. His first stretch uh, when the game started, you guys know how I am about him and being in control. He went to the bench to sit for his rest. At the end of the first, and he had trouble getting it back for a few minutes in the second quarter. Um, but nonetheless, for most of his 40 minutes on the floor, Russell Westbrook was in control of the basketball game. And and as well as being efficient from the floor. Um, so that's that's how I feel about that. I mean, he was absolutely amazing. He was outstanding. There's nothing you can say about his game today. Uh, he was great. Just so efficient and taking care of the basketball is the best part of all of it. And he picked the spots well. He's Russell Westbrook has not looked this explosive to begin a season since probably 2016-2017. He he keeps coming in injured with all these like little bugs. Um this is just great. It's just awesome to see him. He's still as fast as ever. Um you know, Russell Westbrook losing a half a step, still faster than everybody else on the basketball court. Uh, he's getting to the basket. Um, he's taking care of the basketball. He's not dribbling off his foot, things like that. He's just doing really well. I'm happy to see it. Guys, his ability to move defenders off of spots they want to be to create space for a lob to bigs is something that he's underrated at. Um, just his float between float dribble or his uh, retreat dribble, things like that. It's just, he's so good at just creating that extra fourth of a step to be able to lob to his bigs for an easy basket. Um, he did it all night versus the Spurs. I thought it was beautiful basketball as well. But let's move on to Anthony Davis. He played 42 minutes, so he played even more minutes than Russ. Um, like I said, Russ got uh, five fouls towards the end of the fourth quarter. I do believe if Russ didn't foul out, 
or didn't get 5,000 had to sit, uh, that game would have been over in regulation. But that's, that isn't what happened. But I, that is what I believe. Anthony Davis, on the other hand, uh, man, 35 points, 17 rebounds, four assists, four blocks. Guys, he was absolutely outstanding. He only had two turnovers. So between the stars who pretty much uh, had the ball for most of the game, he only had five turnovers. That's absolutely outstanding. Um, Anthony Davis, 15 to 31 from the field. So not quite as efficient as Russell Westbrook, but still very, very, very good. Um, the only thing they both didn't do well was shoot the three. Um, but Monk was 4 of 10 for 40%, so he took care of that. Guys, they won this game versus the Spurs going 8 of 30 from the three-point line. Um, I thought that was very impressive. And that was a lot to do with Anthony Davis. Man, he's an, a mistake eraser. Uh, every single time someone got beat, and that includes Russ uh, or Monk or Baysmore, anyone, Carmelo, he just erased so many mistakes tonight with his ability to alter shots or block shots. He was absolutely great, just like he was in the previous game uh, versus the Memphis Grizzlies. He is a talent. Anthony Davis can very much be in the conversation for MVP and defensive player of the year. He has both Russell Westbrook and LeBron James feeding him the basketball. He's going to score a lot of points like this. And then he has just the ability to just erase mistakes by guards and wings uh, just so well uh, with just his shot blocking and shot altering ability. He's absolutely amazing. I, I just can't say enough about his game. Gosh, he was so good on both ends. Just beautiful basketball by Anthony Davis. And what I liked most is his, he was being very aggressive in the post, very aggressive going to the basket. You guys know my one criticism of him was I thought he took too many fadeaway jump shots to be as big, as strong as he is. That was not the case versus the Spurs. I mean, he was all in there getting beat up. He scared me for a second because he grabbed his knee, uh, but he stayed in the game, so I'm hoping everything's all right. Uh, we'll see how he is uh, on the injury report for tomorrow, before tomorrow versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Guys, uh, Malik Monk, man, he came through in a big way. Look, I know he was 6-15 from the field, which isn't very good at all. Um, but he was 4-10 of 10 from three, and he hit a big shot late in that game. Uh, man, he pulled up from about 32-33 and just launched it. Uh, nothing but net. the confidence he had. And guys, I feel like he was making that as soon as he let it go. For some reason, when Monk shoots, I just feel like it's going in no matter where he's shooting from on the court. Uh, and that happened to be the case. Uh, he, he put up one rebound, three assists. Uh, look, he was a plus 31 in the night. I know I'm not the biggest plus minus, single game plus minus uh, person, but plus 31, that's a big deal. That's that's a lot. Um, basically, the bench, um, they were all a negative, I believe, uh, other than Dwight Howard. Look, the Rondo-Westbrook lineups just don't work. They just do not. Every time that Russell Westbrook-Rondo lineup got on the floor, uh, they just start hemorrhaging. It just They couldn't stop it, the bleeding. Um, and it was every – it did happen in the first half, then it happened again in the second half. I understand we have all these injuries. I It just – it didn't work. It didn't work. Melo went cold. Uh, he was 1 of 7 from the field, 0 of 4 from 3. Um you know, that's no four rebounds, zero assists, zero steals. Uh, he had a block, and he had three turnovers as well. Um, hopefully he bounced back in a big way. You know, I like Dwight Howard's minutes for the most part. He had eight rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. Uh, he was aggressive down there, down low as far as on the defensive end. He also was erasing mistakes. I didn't really have a problem with uh, his minutes for the most part. Obviously, I like Anthony Davis at the five because it just brings so much space 
uh, to the floor, especially for Russell Westbrook, who was able to get to the basket in those lineups pretty much with ease. Uh, he's still just an elite um, penetrator. He's able to get deep into the uh, to the paint and just create offense for others. When Rondo was on the floor, he was having a tough time getting deep enough uh, to create offense, and it just drove me crazy. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you know I tweeted it out as well. Uh, you just have to keep that floor spread. Bazemore's minutes, I actually um, was – I liked him. Um, he was two of six from the field, one of three from three. Uh, I thought he was okay. Uh, I thought he was sound. He had three rebounds and assists, two steals as well. I thought his minutes were fine. Um, like all the guards and wings right now, it seems like they're kind of getting beat off the dribble, but I didn't really have a problem with Bazemore's minutes tonight. I thought he did fairly well. Um, the, the alternative tonight I didn't like. Um, I'd rather have him in there if I had to. Um, other than maybe Reeves. Uh, Reeves still just doing his thing, just making things happen, three or five from the field, two or four from the three-point line. Defense, tough as nails. Even if he had a shot made on him, like he was on there with a strong contest. I was happy with the rookie. Um, he added two rebounds and an assist as well. Uh, he had 10 points. So overall, guys, I really, really um, – I was happy with the starters. I was happy with Reeves. I didn't like the Rondo lineup. I didn't like them Carmelo Anthony on the floor tonight in particular. Hopefully he bounces back. Uh, I thought Howard was fine. That's pretty much how it goes for me. Guys, defensively, they still have to get it done. This is what I saw defensively. Defensively, I saw a team where they know that they are hemorrhaging and people were worried about their own guy over the team. They were worried about themselves over the team, which is when you, in terms of basketball, that's selfish. So they were making the rotation late rather than on time, which actually created more of an issue. Uh, and, and cause more problems than just making the rotation where you're supposed to. See, on that baseline, um, when the opposite team has the ball in the corner, Vogel wants, I can tell it's by design, he wants those guards to funnel to the funnel that player baseline. When he funnels that player baseline, uh, the, the big that was guarding Perto would slide over to cut off and kind of trap using that corner. Uh, so they use the baseline, the sideline, uh, and then their two bodies. The problem was that the opposite rotation was late. Now, the rotation from the other side was late, so they were able to just pocket past the hurdle, um, and it was just an easy an easy basket uh, right there at the rim. If they make the rotation on time, um, that pass is not there. You got a trap um, You got a trap there in the corner on the baseline and sideline uh, with the big and the um, primary defender, and then they've got to make some long cross-court pass uh, that would be very hard to make that would create the turnover it happened over and over and over again. So hopefully they look at tape um, and they're able to correct that. And, you know, it's about team. It's team defense, not about individuals. Um, the guards, they do have to be better uh, at the point of attack. Look, the screen comes and they're not really getting around that screen, that screen hard enough, fast enough, and that's causing a lot of issues as well as far as rotations are concerned. Um, and that goes for Russell Westbrook as well. Russell Westbrook's game was absolutely magnificent, uh, but there's definitely improvement to be made. Uh, on screens as well as off the ball. And it's not just him, and that's all of them. For the most part, the defense for the Lakers hasn't been good. Uh, once again, they were able to just outscore their opponent because when you have Le LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis on your team, you have a chance to just outscore teams. Uh, but in order for them to be elite uh, and get to that next level over the next 20 games, that defense has to improve as well. Um, and the defense, you just keep building on it all the way to game 82. You want to be at your best uh, when you hit the playoffs. So... Um, that's pretty much um, how I feel about that game. Like, I'm really excited. And once again, guys, 20 games. As game four, was it better than game one? Was it better than game two? The answer is yes, guys. 20 games, just let it keep riding. Um, 
make sure you guys comment uh like and subscribe i really really appreciate it guys but right here is where i'm going to break things Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. Russell Westbrook will return to Loud City, Oklahoma City Thunder. Lakers versus Thunder. That'll be a lot of fun. Also, if you have not hit that subscribe button, please do. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. I really, really appreciate it. If you want to switch to the video version, you can find me on YouTube, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. And just follow the playlist, the West Booth Podcast. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. And as always, until next time, peace.